What's going on? Welcome back to the Guess You Podcast. This is Jeremy. Guess you we have on the show today. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Yimmy, stop. That's me. Good morning. Meow. Hello, yes. Hello. <laughs> uh, we're coming to you live. Oh, thanks for having me, man. 20 people. Hello, hello. Pretty pang, bro. Welcome, humble listener. <laughs> Back to the show. Um, it's me, just on my own this week, um, Hugh, uh, from the title of the podcast, the Guess Hugh podcast. I'm um, currently sitting at my work desk, a pile of study and schoolwork splayed around me. It's it's terrible. It's um, very very depressing. Um, got school HSC exams coming up in oh, less than two weeks, so I'm currently. Yeah, trying to prepare for that, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a Wednesday, and I've been sitting here, and I haven't really been doing a whole lot. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to bust out my brand new mini series within the Guess You podcast. I'm very excited to announce today. Um, <laughs> it's it's about my trip to China. Um, so as many of you may know, I've mentioned it a couple of times. Um, in t- September of 2019, it was, so a fair while ago, I went to China on exchange for about six months um, and had a great time. Um, very, I'd highly recommend it. Um, obviously, now is not the ideal chance, but um, if we do reopen, I would definitely recommend heading over there because, yeah, I just had a blast. And so I was looking in my cupboard the other day and I found my diaries um, from China so um, yeah a friend of mine suggested I just keep a diary um, with me and I I'm very glad I did because there's a lot of like there's a lot of little stories that you you really miss um, when you're just going off memory so yeah I did I, I found it and it's been what it's uh, what it's past I, I would be in there it, it's it's two years ago now since I was there. So I'm starting a new mini-series. So, um, yeah, feel free to listen along. I hope everyone enjoys it um, and we'll get right into it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, basically how I got into it, um, a friend um, was really into the whole thing of going on exchange and stuff. So, um, yeah, she kind of she was really excited. She, her parents had done it, so she knew, you know, all the ins and outs. Um so yeah, she was planning a trip to France at the at the same time I, I was going to go. And um, at this point, I hadn't thought about it at all. I never even knew it was a thing, honestly. Um, so yeah, she was just talking about it, super excited. And I thought, well, why don't I think about it? So um, I went home, did a bit of research. And um, I found this group called Southern Cross Cultural Exchange. Um, so you can check them out if you like. This is not a a paid ad but um that was just who I went with and um so they the requirements were you needed two years of language learning and so I the only language I'd been learning was Chinese at school which was just I don't know how like I'm, I'm out here in the country so it's very lucky that I learned Mandarin because it's just not usually we used to learn Indonesian like how lame but, um, yeah, we just had this good teacher who, um, yeah, he was teaching me the Mandarin. So I'd done it for two years. So I thought, 
that's that's my only option really <laughs> that was part of it and um i it's, it's one of those things um when you where you just you're not sure what actually drove you to make the decision like and i just i remember it not being a small thing i, I discussed it for months like this is half a year just in a foreign country like i don't know about you guys but i hadn't heard much about china at all like it was very secretive kind of country not in a bad way or anything but just i just yeah it's just disconnected from the western world but um i kind of just ended up yeah deciding to do it so like put the deposit down and then went to these seminars and stuff and that was the thing that really shitted me about it um i think that they could do better with the whole exchange thing is they they're like oh you're gonna get homesick you're gonna get culture shock it's gonna be okay this is how you deal with it i i get i get that that might be an issue but i think the best way is just to like not even mention that kind of stuff because i I found myself i was like i was thinking about it like oh shit i'm gonna have a couple of first few months just gonna be shit aren't they like oh i'm not gonna be i'm gonna be missing my family and blah 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 but when you actually get there i know for me the best thing is just not to even think about it like just enjoy just being there because honestly thinking about being homesick and all that like yeah i love my parents but god it was fun (laughs) um so yeah if if you do go on exchange that's my best bit of advice for you is don't listen to anyone else saying oh it's gonna be culture shock blah 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 you get used to it just don't think about it just enjoy just live your life like be lost be be in a foreign country just be just be you like be inside yourself like (laughs) i don't know it sounds weird but like just be comfortable with being alone with yourself if that makes sense but you won't be alone that's for sure like you get a host family you get friends everything like that but you just gotta be like yeah i'm me in this big world um but still so i'm looking at my diary here um and i i kind of wrote down a couple of things because i thought i was trying to imagine what it would be like feeling isolated and alone over there so i was like let's write down some reasons why i might want to go home so a couple here are miss fresh air um that was a big myth that i kind of dispelled like winter you get a bit of smog but it's pretty much clean air like you don't even notice a difference um strange language definitely a strange language (laughs) um so 16 year old me was right about that less animals there were less animals that's that's right but you don't notice that it's um but most of these are like being alone um being alienated not very familiar and there's not really much of a way out like you sign up for this program you you do the program like i don't know you could probably fly home early but how how shitty would that be but um basically it's just being an alien um reasons why i want yeah that that was my reasons why i might want to go home and then my reasons to stay i can call home anytime it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and that that is true so like i don't know it's it is a once in a lifetime like you can you can go to china as an adult but doing it while you're at school is and this applies to any country it's just it's you get treated differently people are a lot more forgiving if you can't speak the language 
um, especially Chinese people. Like, the, like any foreigners, they're very forgiving and very, very friendly, very friendly people, um, which I loved about the country. So, like, it year ten is when I went in. Um, I, that was that's probably the best time to go, really, because just just before things start heating up. Um, in year 11 to 12 or so they say, <laughs> um, you can m- meet new people, new culture, cool family. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> That's a good, a good reason. <laughs> um, life's an adventure. Wow. So wise, <laughs> um, new experience. It's just a new experience. It's not, it's not bad. It's just new. Um, was one of the now, this next page is actually a bit of a treat. Um, so, I actually wrote down some quotes. Because, like, yeah, you got to remember, I was 16, and I was just thinking, like, with all these seminars going on about how uh, isolating and terrible it's going to be, I was like, shit, I'm going to have to stay motivated. So, <laughs> I got to thinking, and I wrote down, down some quotes, all right? I'm going to read some out to you today. Okay. <laughs> The purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experience. Now this is from real, like, this is from like philosophers and stuff. This isn't just, I didn't make these up, just so you know. Um, That was a very deep one. Um, No matter how long you train someone to be brave, you never know if they are or not until something real happens. Deep. I hope you guys are right, taking notes here. Um, <laughs> uh, regret of neglected opportunity is the worst hell that a living soul can inhabit. That's deep. That's very deep. Um, so, yeah, I, I was basically just trying to convince future me that, um, yeah, I, I will regret it forever if I don't stay. But anyway, it didn't end up um, going home anyway, so... It, I mean, it worked, I guess. (laughs) I don't think I ever looked at the quotes page while I was there, but, you know. Um, Now, on the next page, I wrote down some some little little translations. Now, although I did do two years of Mandarin at school, I didn't know much at all. Um, I I knew how to say, like, hello, goodbye, you know, just the classics. And I actually knew how to say, can you or can you not use chopsticks? Which in hindsight was a very useless phrase to learn. I mean, who doesn't use chopsticks over there? <laughs> like, all right. So I just thought, maybe I should know some stuff before I go, all right? Because I wasn't sure how much English is going to be there. Turns out you can probably get by just with English. But if I was you, I'd still learn some of the language if you are planning to go. So... We got um, seafood, chocolate, a couple of foods, um, so I can kind of, you know, I, I'm not sure if I, I think I learned these over there, actually. I'm not sure if I wrote these down before I left or I learned them from, like, in my first few days over there. So I think, yeah, like, I'd like maybe some water, um, nice to meet you. I said nice to meet you a lot because, um, in the early days, you know, my host fa- fa- father, who had a lot of good friends, and I'd always say, oh, nice to meet you, and they'd never understand what I was saying. It was very frustrating. So just something to keep in mind. Um, Chinese, very difficult with pronunciations and stuff. So nice to meet you is 
Hengalsingeren Shani, which is a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> and I just, yeah, I couldn't get it for months, actually. Um, but yeah, I got it in the end. So a couple of little translations here. Um, and I think I might have done some at the back as well. Um, how much is this? Too expensive. Taiguela, Taiguela. Um, yeah, so just a couple of little little things to get me by. Um, I'm looking for a payphone. How do I get here? Um, and then I actually, actually when I got there, so my grandma had given me some gifts to give to my host family, which was a really great idea. Um, so she'd made these quilts, uh, which was, yeah, really beautiful quilts because um, my host father had two twin sons that were two years old. So yeah, they got them, um, <laughs> and I, I had these little phrases written down. This is handmade by my grandma, um, so I could tell them as I was giving it to them. I think that might be semi right. I, I actually think that might be right. Um, yeah, and so yeah, that that kind of got me by and. I gave him a few little gifts, which um, I definitely recommend if you're going over there, because um, I'm pretty sure they do it for free. Like, yeah, they don't get much out of it. Um, so yeah, they're just this is host family, so they're just doing it out of the goodness of their heart. Um, and then for the next few pages, a couple of messy writing because I didn't actually have a exercise book, so I was writing down my lessons. Blah blah blah. Now, my first diary entry. Um, I may as well just read the whole thing out, um, and we can, uh, just, I don't know, I, I'm just, I'm just making this up as I go, I, I, I'm having fun, actually, this is going a lot better than I expected, like, the last solo podcast I did, I'm gonna say it was pretty shite, um, but this one, not too bad, I hope everyone's enjoying it, alright, um, so here we go, this is Monday, arrived yesterday and met my host father, my host father, Lisa, and the boy who went on exchange for three years to America, so he was from China, went to the opening meeting at the school, which went for about two hours. Emotions were swirling around and I felt very overwhelmed because I couldn't understand anything. <laughs> I'm starting to get a grip, but it's definitely hard. I have extreme bipolar at the moment, uh, but writing and thinking helps me relax. I don't miss home too much yet, so hopefully it stays like that. I'm trying to give, I, I'm trying not to give too much away to mum because I don't want her um, to worry about. But I feel like a little kid. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So basically, the first day, they took us all into this hall. It was hot on that first day too. So, like, I imagine China would be pretty like temperate. I arrived on a hot summer day and it was about very similar to an Australian summer day. And that was at the end of the summer. So I arrived like in springish or autumn, I think it was, must have been. Um, no, spring. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was very hot. So that was really surprising for me because um, I'd pack for cold climate. And yeah, so they sat us all in this hall and they were speaking so quickly. The principal was up the front. It was only about... 40 kids and she just just I can't even impersonate it like it was it was so quick like uh, 
welcome to the school. Like, I don't even know what the hell she was saying. Very serious. No laughing. Like, it was very serious. Um, and, yeah. And basically, I think it was on that day that I found out that my phone doesn't work over there because um, bloody Telstra locked it. Um, so, yeah, I didn't actually unlock it before I left, which is stupid. Um, so I couldn't contact mum, and so she was calling my host father, worried about whatever. But um, that was that was day one. So I had to chat to mum after that, got out of that meeting. I think it went for another hour after that, but I got out and went and had to chat to mum instead. So, yeah, that was a good, good introduction. I was like, yeah, shit, I don't know Chinese. Um, that was, I really distinctly remember thinking, yep. I don't know this language. Um, so, you know, the more you know. Tuesday, day three. Still trying to catch up on my diary entries, but I have been quite busy lately. I feel much better now. I have had some sleep and I'm at school. Lots of good kids here. Tried basketball yesterday and got one easy goal, but I didn't really get too involved. Yeah, they were actually very competitive at basketball. Um, like... They were literally playing every day, um, which was surprising. I didn't know they'd be so into it, but, I mean, a lot of those Western sports were quite um, quite prevalent, in, well, especially in the younger ages. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. So, yeah, they were, they were really hardcore. I, was, I wasn't very competitive. Um, I got, yeah, but I got one goal on the first day, so that wasn't too bad. School's not as hard as I thought. We get two hours of rest at lunch to sleep, um, which is brilliant idea honestly like afternoon naps are the bomb <laughs> like i learned i kind of it i learned how to fall asleep much better and it was really good um so now if i want to have a nap at lunchtime it takes me less than five minutes and i'm asleep and i could just nap for 10 minutes and i'll be awake um and i think to start with because i was really tired i was napping for like 45 minutes and i'd wake up just drowsy all day but um it's not the way to go, okay? That's my advice to you. Just short naps so you're not tired uh, and drowsy and so that you can still get to sleep at night, but it just refreshes you. Um, I also get study periods so I can listen to music and do homework. Maths is very difficult. My host family is very nice. Hard to communicate considering how busy we are and the language barrier. The apartment is smaller than what I'm used to, but I don't mind. Hope I don't get all sad again soon. <laughs> it's very hard to control my mind. Yeah, it is. It is very hard to control your mind. Um, and so I was living in this apartment. It was quite. It was quite big. It was a three-bedroom apartment. Um, with so there's the, my host, mother and father, um, who were my host father was thirty-ish. My host mother was about twenty-five, and and then my host mother's um, grandparents, uh, parents, sorry. So who I called uncle and auntie. Um, and they, they kind of looked after the kids, which was quite common in China. So for reference, um, I should probably, I don't know. I know people won't remember this, but I, I called my uncle and auntie, which was my host mother's parents, Gugu and Shushu. And then my host mother was Xixi. And then my host father was Jia Mong. My, my name, um, which was bestowed upon me, I was very proud, um, was Jia Hui. 
so Jamong and his cousins were all named like Jar something. So I was kind of like the sixth Jar. So, you know, proud moment. And then the two twins were Zozo and Yo-Yo, which was left, left, right, right. Um, <laughs> so it, it's, but they, 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 they name their kids like simple names to start with. Um, and then once they get old enough, because even they know that Chinese is difficult. <laughs> so that's how, that's how hard it is. Um, so yeah, after that, I'm not sure what their names are in now, because they're a bit older now, but I'll, I'll get back to that. Wednesday. I feel very at home here in China. Nice people and good food. I'm beginning to like it more as I adjust. Hopefully this isn't the honeymoon period and after three weeks I'll be homesick. I don't think so though. A girl who was on exchange last year is hopefully going to message me and give me some tips. My host family is very nice, having gotten around to given, giving the gifts out yet, but it will be good when everyone is home. It feels like I'm learning lots of Chinese, and when I get a bit sad or overwhelmed, I just think of how good it will be when I'm fluent. Because, yeah, that was the main thing. Like, it was very overwhelming to learn the language. Um, like, even now, still, um, and a lot of Chinese people tell you this. Well, Chinese speakers. Like, you think you know the language, but oh, it's so hard. There's just so much vocabulary. Not to try and discourage anyone. You do get to a point where you can understand most conversations, but to start with, oof, it's going to be hard, which I think is the same with all languages. But anyway, um, the food doesn't feel too strange so far. It's really quite nice, although I did my first shit in three days today. I'm eating plenty of veggies. Okay, nice bit of um, information there. I boarded at a school last night. <laughs> it was a good experience. We studied for two hours. Get back at 9.30. Um, when we get back, I had a shower. Turns out everyone showers together with no privacy. About eight boys, all completely bare, laughing and spraying each other with water. Lots of Chinese people look at me strange or curiously because they have never seen foreigners before. All the teachers and students, as well as my host family, are very good. I'd rather be here than back in Canada. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, although I do miss my parents. The kids here love Australian coins. Makes me feel good seeing how interested they are in Aussie animals. Yeah, so I gave them a couple of coins just to kind of mementos. Um, so yeah, that was kind of cool. I would. That's another thing I'd recommend is a bit of currency, like personal, or like, yeah, just little souvenirs and stuff to give to friends and, you know, locals. Because it's very hard to come by, like, certain, like, especially Australian stuff, like, in China, so yeah, it's very authentic when you can actually get it from your home country. So um, yeah, just something to keep in mind. Um, I uh, where was I up to? Friday. So um, this is yeah. So I got there on the Sunday. So this is yeah, six days after or five days after that. Last night, um, who. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, here's the thing. So Chinese people use their last name first, um, which I didn't know at the start. And um, also, Hu Jiamong had introduced himself as Hu Damon on um, <laughs> on Gmail. <laughs> so he was telling me his name was Damon, um, as in Matt Damon. So <laughs> um, so yeah, I was calling him Hu 
who, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's Jarmok. So, but yeah, it's it's quite funny how they they na- they name themselves after Western kind of people. So one one guy was named Marshmallow after the DJ. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they get some pretty interesting ones. Um, we went to a sports store, and I bought some good soft pants. I didn't pack much for summer. I thought it would be cold. They cost thirty nine yuan. I need to pay who back for them. Um, I'm writing this in study time because it is so boring. I'm boarding again tonight. Not sure why. Yeah, so Jamong would just like leave me at school sometimes, so I could like I'd ride ride to to school with him, and then ride home with him. So if he wasn't there for something, because he's he's the principal, so sometimes he had to go away for meetings and stuff. So <laughs> he'd basically just like. All right, you stay. You're staying at school tonight. All right, sweet. Bye. <laughs> so um, that was that was very interesting. Le- I learned um, to just take it as it comes, which is a good good skill. Um, but yeah, I had plenty of study periods, and because I wasn't doing all the other subjects that the other kids were doing, it was like, yeah, I I just had a lot of free time really. Um, because yeah, I I did maths and. Um, I stem and stuff, but I didn't actually have to do anything because I didn't understand most of it anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to the city again with Lisa and Galasha. Um, so Galasha was my main teacher over there. She was really good. She was a really good teacher. Um, so I'm really thankful for her. And um, Lisa was the she was like a the representative for the company that I did my exchange with over there so it was like the sister company so they were called s a s s e um so yeah she was my kind of my handler um <laughs> i need to make a list of things to buy the hot nights make it a little difficult to sleep so i'm a bit tired sometimes i think about home and i feel bad for not being there to help but i will get well i will help lots next year when i get back um yeah so that was probably yeah that was one of the main things that i was thinking about before I left is like helping not being able to help on the farm but obviously shouldn't worry about that just just do it um (laughs) Saturday well today I went with one of my Chinese teachers Alex who went on exchange to America for three years and Lisa my area coordinator when I imagined going downtown I thought my of little stalls selling cheap goods bartering, hustle and bustle. Turns out Chinese malls are very westernised. They basically have the same shops, most is cheap um, though. At first I went to Lisa's ASSE office, which was a a nice little office in the middle of nowhere. It seems apparent to me now um, that most of the time the the Chinese are in a hurry. I'm I'm just struggling with my own writing here a bit, but bear with me. I seem to be sat down with Chinese people, and they chat and laugh, and I sit there blankly, and then someone turns up. Yeah, okay, yes. (laughs) Okay, that was very badly written by me. Um, Apologies. But, yeah, so, like, yeah, you'd just be talking at at the office, and um, someone would just come in, and I didn't know what they were there for, never found out because I couldn't speak enough um just some person I didn't I don't know and so and then they would chat and then I can't tell if they're waiting for more or what (laughs) 
so yeah so i went to the office um with lisa so the asse office and yeah we just we we like having small talk this is the first time i'd been there and um <laughs> like someone would turn up and then i'm just not sure if like they're waiting for a group of people to turn up or like it's like just me or so it was like kind of awkward small talk kind of thing um but it was it was funny um um i don't mind playing the i don't speak chinese card and staring into space <laughs> yeah so there was like this group of old ladies there um because i think they were getting a talk on sending their kids on exchange to america um so yeah i was just sitting there quietly I don't know why I was there, honestly. Just, I don't know. <laughs> Something to look at. Um, so, yeah. But it was good to get me out of the house anyway. Um, it also seems that the way I'm wired means I need a bit of time to process what is happening. Like a new situation. I will, I will feel really overwhelmed, but then I get used to it and I feel good. Garlash has said I am a faster learner, a faster learner than most foreign students, so I'm moving through pinyin very quickly. This is fun. Um, the Ch the Ch I think this is just a little story here. The Chinese, for the most part, are not very subtle. A few times now, when I'm in public, the Chinese women will take out their phones and just take photos of me. Either it's the novelty of seeing a foreigner or just seeing some handsome young man like me. I don't know. I would assume the latter. Yes, uh, just a bit of a side note there. But yeah, it was very different. It's very strange because um, you don't see many around. And later on, you'll hear like, yeah, like I actually started being like that. I was like, wow, I want to see a foreigner because <laughs> there was just so few around in the city. Sunday. My first weekend at school today, I'm glad none of my Chinese teachers were there because I got to watch um, The Morning Earth Project, The Moving Earth Project. Oh, that was a good movie, actually. Um, also, it turns out Chiang is a teacher of arts, and that, might, that night I got to go to a fancy birthday party, which wasn't the best I've been to, and now, go, now I'm going into the birthday party. Um, so during PE... Jamon came to me and said, we are going out to dinner tonight. We were both wearing sports clothes and stinky and sweaty. Not sure if it was short notice or the Chinese don't bother with nice clothes. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing I noticed. That it, they don't like to dress up. Um, anyway, we drove down the highway a little way and we arrived at what looked like a really fancy restaurant. We went into this room and there was a big table with about 15 seats. So this is my first ever, like, kind of proper Chinese dinner. And um, throughout the rest of my stay, this was, they were pretty common. But um, they're a lot of fun, a lot of fun to do. Um, of course, I was sat right next to the proud mum. Protective and get what she wants, mum. <laughs> so this lady had a son named Eric, who I can only assume was her golden boy. <laughs> I felt sorry for the kid. Anyway, I'm at this big party, very loud and happy occasion, and I'm just smiling and pretending I know what's happening whilst keeping quiet. Very common theme. The Chinese have a table courtesy. You must drain your cup after the first three cheers. So everyone tapped their cups and said, Gumbei. So Gumbei is cheers. And I enjoyed it. Then, members also like to 
cheers other individuals. So I got a few cheers, which I liked. And then while all this is happening, this <laughs> this loud, annoying lady keeps getting her son to talk to me in English. I wanted to practice my Chinese a bit, but Eric didn't. He didn't, he didn't understand a word I was saying. Um, <laughs> poor little Eric. Um, and anyway, while Eric would talk to me in English, his mum would video us. <laughs> God, it was annoying. Uh, um, and this about not every not a single conversation went unrecorded. And then of course she wanted photos of me and poor Eric. <laughs> All the while she was force feeding me. I think Eric was about like. I don't know, 12 years old. Um, so yeah, they just like, they like their kids to learn a bit of Chinese from a foreigner. It's pretty um, in unique situation. Eric seemed like a good kid, so I didn't ignore him or pretend I didn't understand him. Um, next thing I know, his mum is inviting me to go to her hometown for autumn holiday when Chinese pe people visit their families. Luckily, Jamong was there because... Um, he had already told me we were going to his parents for mid-autumn. Yeah, so <laughs> it's very strange. Like, yeah, she was literally inviting me to go to another city to visit her family on mid-autumn. Um, so, I don't know, just just a whole different culture. Um, it's really hard to explain. Um, she was very determined to get me out. So now, unless she forgets, I need to go see some road. I need to see some road in a few a few week weekends time yeah i think there's some special road that she wanted me to go see spoiler i didn't end up going to see it <laughs> um i'm not sure how to get out of it she really only wants me so eric can learn more english <laughs> um you see she works at my school luckily not one of our teachers but certainly very hard to dodge yeah so how like the school i was at was an international school um but it was kind of a bit bit more pricey, so it was more upmarket. Um, and so, yeah, like, we also had this middle school attached to our school, so she was one of the teachers at the middle school, and the middle school had, like, thousands of kids, so it was a lot more hardcore, whereas the high school was pretty relaxed, um, only about 30 kids, so, um, yeah, that's that was the context there. And, um, yeah, we went over to the the primary school. It's like a... 500 meter walk for like every break to eat our meals and stuff um and that's pretty much it so back to the party so according to chinese culture good men drink lots of alcohol yep that's <laughs> very um yeah very important thing to know in china i found that only means about three light beers <laughs> yes they are lightweights um this is this is what i've written in here by the way um so yeah, they, they did um, drink. They did get drunk pretty quickly. So at this party, I also found out Jamong is a very funny man. He was always the main talker and he would regularly have them all in stitches. Although I understand nothing, I laughed too most of the time because I was happy at how, how happy everyone was. I also found out... Um, yeah, so the birthday boy... Um, what do we got here? So between him and the birthday boy, um, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to mention that. Just a bit about smoking. It's a big culture over there, smoking. Um, so yeah, it's 
yeah, like I think 50% of doctors smoke or something. So it's really um, prevalent in the society. So it's just everywhere. Um, hopefully I don't develop lung cancer is what is, was my comment. Um, <laughs> um, it was a good night. Um, and then they brought out cake and it was very nice. But then the troublemaker at the party put a whole piece of cake on the birthday boy's face. And the stress of that encounter, as well as the smoking and heavy drinking, made him pass out. Oh, I do remember this, actually. Um, yeah, so I don't know how good friends they were, but yeah, it was kind of a bit awkward because it was quite aggressive. Um, but anyway, he ended up vomiting everywhere. Um, it was a bit of an abrupt end because we had to carry him out and then he threw up when they put him in the car. <laughs> All in all, though, I learned a lot about the Chinese parties, and I enjoyed it. Wow. So, yeah, that was a, that was a very fun dinner party, um, and there's many more to come, trust me. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of week one. Um, now, that, that was a long episode, really, but um, it, will get, it, will, it will get quicker. But, um, yeah, there was a lot happening in the first week, and I hope... I hope you guys get it kind of an insight into what it's actually like because it's it's really hard to explain um but it's just just the stories the stories that came out of it were just so funny some of them um <laughs> so hopefully we'll keep going with this and um yeah I'll I'll keep on my keep on my game and uh we should we should get a couple more episodes if you're enjoying the series just um keep listening let me know but um, I'm, I'm having fun so far. This is uh, week one of my Jhana trip. And uh, we'll continue next time. Thanks, everyone, for listening.